You're listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. The goal of this podcast is to help business owners be successful and gain the advantage. Nancy has helped some of today's top Fortune 500 companies across a wide spectrum of industries work through their toughest challenges. She can help you too. So if you can't find the solutions you need, there are no more books to read or workshops to attend. The Nancy Gaines Show can be the difference between your success and failure. And now your host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, it's Nancy Gaines, and welcome to the Nancy Gaines Show, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and have more abundance in their lives. So the focus of today's podcast is all about challenging habits to increase your happiness. Super great topic, and I'm really excited to have a very special guest, Kara Derringer. So let me tell you about her. She's an author, a coach, a trainer. She has a passion and commitment to supporting people and creating peace in their lives. She has a master's degree in conflict management. She mediates, facilitates, and coaches. And she's from Canada, which is always fun to have international guests on my show. And she's up there with her family, and she enjoys being outside, doing yoga, and, of course, a good glass of wine, my favorite as well. So welcome, Kara. Thanks for sharing part of your day. Is there anything you want to add to the introduction? That's perfect. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate uh, the opportunity to connect with your followers. Awesome. Thank you for being here. So let's start with your book. I heard you recently launched your book. It's called Chill and yes. Hit Bestseller. Congratulations. Woo-hoo. What drove you? Yeah, celebrate, Thank huh? Thank you. <laughs> what drove you to write a book and be an author? Wow. Well, you know, even as a little girl, I would listen to uh, my mom's Wayne Dyer recordings and Tony Robbins recordings, and, and I had this uh, yearning to be someone that would make um, such a difference in people's lives and really be inspiring. So I think it called to me uh, early in life, and I've always loved writing. And um, you know what? I took, uh, I took some leave time from my regular work to be with my young children. And so that gave me some flexibility to pursue my business activities, and then I had some some time to write, so I just started writing, and away it went. That is amazing. So I looked at some of the highlights of the book. You talk a little bit about procrastination and how people kind of get stuck. What is the secret to beating that? Well, I think the secret is that there's no secret. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't sound as exciting that way. (laughs) I know. It's like, wow, that's a letdown. No, um, you know, I think really the secret is to, is to stay in action. So, um, so much of procrastination is, I think, about emotions overwhelming you. And so when your emotions are overwhelming you, whether it's, um, you know, fear or laziness or, um, you know, it's, you know, whatever the emotion is, frustration, um, you know, anger, maybe that someone else isn't, you know, doing something that you think they should. <laughs> um, the important thing is really to focus on the action. And so it's not to say that emotions are invalid, but to say, to really look at, okay, what is the emotion and where is it coming from? And, and, an, and another important piece, which I talk about a lot in the book, is the stories that we make up. 
So often an emotion is attached to a story, and we've created some story, you know, again around it's overwhelming or it's frustrating or it's too hard or I'm not good enough or I'm not smart enough or someone else should be doing this or I shouldn't have to be dealing with this or whatever the story is, it's important to recognize the story and then set it aside and say, okay, and what's real is this that's in front of me and here's the action that I'm going to take. Those are great tips, a.k.a. secrets. I actually am sitting in my office as we're recording this and looking at some of my sayings I have on sticky notes. And one of them Mm -hmm. I have says, doubt will take you out of action, but action will take you out of doubt. What do you think of that one? Yeah, that's that's so perfect. It's yeah. so perfect. Yeah. I like and, that. And you know, well. it's Yeah, and I think um you know, when I hear doubt, one of the things that pops up for me and that I, you know, that I was dealing with too even around the book, what is fear of failure and fear of success. Because fear is so pervasive and so t- sometimes we're, we're doubting ourselves in terms of, you know, being worried about failing. And sometimes we're even worried about being successful. And we hold that ourselves back. That is true. Very true. Mm-hmm. I also see you talk a little bit about perfection in the book. Any tips on that area? Perfection. Yeah, well, I think some people deal with perfection more than others. And... Um, and then, you know, you may be a perfectionist in one area of life and less so in another. So it might be around, you know, how you keep your house, how you keep your car, how you do your work, how you um, relate to or keep connected to your family or how you give gifts or, you know, oh, there's, there's endless examples. But I think it's important to look at you know, to what degree am I a perfectionist in my life? And in what areas am I a perfectionist? And then to really look at, is that something that you're willing to let go of? Or is that something that's really important? And I don't think there's any right answer. Um, a lot of the, you know, a lot of the writing that I do and a lot of the work that I do in, the, in webinars and telecalls is around really exploring and looking, you know, and just looking at, is that, is it working for you? Is that something that truly gives you peace and happiness that, you know, you do love it when your house is clean or you do love having your files all taken care of at work or whatever it is, um, you know, or does it drive you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I love that because there are certain areas that I like to have, you know, I like to have a house, my house clean and a clean car, but other stuff I'm like, you know, that's, that's good enough. It's not worth my energy and effort to focus on that. So I love your tip about picking and choosing where you should mm-hmm. focus up. Yeah. So next question, you have a degree in conflict management, and I don't think that was yeah. a major when I went to school. What exactly is that, and how do you use it? It's a good question. Yeah, it's a very specialized area. So I completed my undergraduate degree in political science, which taught me how to write and to analyze and to research, which was really great. And then I was looking for an after degree considering law and realized that the piece I was most um, interested in in law was alternate dispute resolution. And that's all about helping people to find peaceful and happy and collaborative resolution to their issues, whether it be in a community situation, a family situation. Um, you know, there's so many um, 
so many applications to alternate dispute resolution. So I completed my master's degree in conflict management and began focusing my efforts on work, workplace conflict. So supporting organizations and their employees to overcome uh, challenges in the workplace. And so the common thread that, <laughs> that runs through all of this in terms of the book, chill, and you know, my background in communication and conflict management is really about supporting people and finding more peace in their lives. Awesome. So is that a Canadian degree, or is that available down in the U.S. as well? Yeah, yeah, there are definitely um, definitely institutions that offer offer the the degrees in the states. There's places where um, even professionals will go for um, negotiation training or mediation training, which you know can support them in a career in that in that very specialized field. Field and also um, there's a lot of people doing that kind of training just to support them in their businesses and their their professional lives because. You know, we don't we don't actually learn communication and negotiation and conflict resolution specifically in school, and it's such a critical life skill. Yeah, absolutely. So, talking about life skills, can you tell us a challenging time you had in life and what you did to get through it? Sure, absolutely. Um, certainly, about four years ago was one of the more challenging times in my life when uh, my former husband and I separated and, and ended up divorcing. And, you know, that was, it, it, I, I heard myself say that was a journey. It still is a journey of, of learning and moving forward. Um, you know, certainly when we, when we got married, we both intended to stay married. And so um, in terms of the personal growth that, um, that was required for me to move through that, the, the emotions, um, supporting my children um, in, you know, in the transition for them, it, it was really tough, and it, and it continues to be because, um, you know, I, I think with any family, any family with kids growing up, there's, <laughs> there's, there's lots going on, and then, and then there's another, another level of complexity when, when children are in two homes and, and when there's still, you know, emotions going on for, for the parents, for my husband, for my former husband and I. Right, I'm sure. Yeah, that's, that's a common thing, and um, obviously you did okay with it or you're still working through it, but I'm glad you got through it, and that's good advice. You probably followed the tips in the book, right? Yeah, I do talk. I do talk about it in the book, and um, and you know what? It's taken it's taken a few years, but wow, I have really come to see it as a blessing. In that, you know, my mission is really to support people in finding peace and happiness in their lives, and this has um, certainly given me the full flavor experience of what separation and divorce is like, and so. You know, for for anyone who who reads my work or who follow who follows my work, it's something that I can bring forward in terms of really being real about um, about what a lot of us are dealing with. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm glad your background helped a little bit, and I'm excited to read some of that in your book. So, a fun question: Do you have mm-hmm. a quote or a motto that keeps you going? A quote or a motto? Uh, definitely uh, be the change that you wish to see in the world, Gandhi. 
Um, wow, every day I am just, you know, inquiring with myself about how I can, you know, be a contribution, how I can be more patient, how I can be more <laughs> kind, how I can be more respectful. And, um, you know, I have those conversations with my kids all the time. And it really is about being a role model. It's like the, the question of, of what, what will you do when no one's watching or what happens <laughs> behind closed doors. And, <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, we had a visitor to our home a while ago, and he was, uh, he was very sweet and said after he left that he was just touched with how um, happy my kids were, and, and he saw some of the interactions while he was here, and he just said, you know, he felt really inspired, and that's, that's really what it's about, is that behind closed doors, you know, what I practice is in place, and it uh, is a true representation of, of the work that I'm putting out there. Yeah, it sounds like you're in integrity, which is a really peaceful place to be. And how old are your kids? They're five and seven. Oh, okay. So truly kids, playful kids. They are. <laughs> and they're, they're energetic. Oh, I bet, for <laughs> sure. Particularly energetic, yeah. <laughs> well, I know you are doing some amazing stuff with coaching, teleseminars, webinars, things like that. If people would like to work more closely with you, how can they track you down? Yeah, great question. So the best way is through my website. It's caraderinger.com. That's K-A-R-A-D-E-R-I-N-G-E-R.com. And all the information about upcoming programs and events is all on the webpage. Very cool. And um, we are going to be posting this in December, but as we're recording it, it's just before Thanksgiving in the U.S. Do you have any parting words you want to share about you know, just being grateful or thankful? Well, it's so fitting that you said grateful because gratitude was the word that, that popped into my mind as you were asking the question, Nancy, that, um, you know, even this week I've been catching myself, uh, not focusing, but thinking about lack, you know, so, oh, I don't have this, or I wish, you know, I wish there was more of that, or, you know, whether it's money or time or... <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it is and and it's you know it's so important to um to really focus on being grateful and to focus on abundance because you know we all know that um that like attracts like and um you know whether that looks like a gratitude journal at the end of the day or you know like you have Nancy positive quotes all around you I think there's so many ways just to really focus on the positive and being grateful Absolutely. Well, great parting advice. Thank you so much for taking time to be on the show. It's been fun. I learned a few new things. Listeners, if you love this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It helps people find us, and you'll never miss an episode if you subscribe. They come out every Wednesday. And if you'd like to work more closely with me in growing your business and having more abundance, look me up at nancygains.com. Until then, go out and gain the advantage. You've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage. To schedule a VIP strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. That's Nancy, G-A-I-N-E-S, dot com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. 
Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.